welcome to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Two days after Jane is born, soldiers who fought in the Battle of Gettysburg, yep, the Gettysburg battle that was during the Civil War, two days after she's born, the guys that fought and died in that battle come back to life. But they don't come back like, hey, yay, you're back and everything's okay. Yeah, no, they come back as zombies or as everyone likes to call them, shamblers because of kind of how they walk. And obviously Jane's life might have been going one direction, but, you know, after the, quote, birth of the shamblers, it goes a different direction. And that's how she finds herself years later at... Miss Preston's School of Combat for Negro Girls, because supposedly, according to, um, you know, the government, uh, it's better for Negro people to, instead of being enslaved anymore, they will now be the protectors of the white people. So as a Negro child, Jane has to go and learn how to protect an innocent little white girl. And so that's exactly what she's off doing at Miss Preston's school. One day she and a couple of other girls attend a lecture in the large city that's closest to them. And they're very surprised when they hear that a man says he has come up with a vaccine that will prevent anyone who is bitten by a shambler from them turning into one. Now, Jane right away is incredibly skeptical of this because she doesn't think there's such a vaccine out there yet, especially when the good professor says he's going to try it on the poor black man that's on the stage named Othello, and uh, he's going to invite him to be bitten by three shamblers that are in a cage. Now, Jane is concerned because she thinks this could all go horribly wrong very quickly, but when she voices her concerns, everyone dismisses her very quickly, uh, including the mayor of the city. And so she sits down with one of the other Miss Preston girls and watches what unfolds. Up on stage, the professor and another man are pulling Othello back from the cage and settling him into the sage's lone chair. The shamblers are frantic now that they got the taste of fresh meat. They sniff the air, their yellow eyes scanning the crowd as if to look for their next meal. Someone should walk up on stage and put them down, but no one is paying any attention to the cage dead. Instead, everyone is focused on Othello, leaning back in his chair, panting like a man that just ran a foot race. Kate, I begin. Jane, I am not sure why you insist on calling me by that horrid nickname, but if I've told you once, I've told you a million times, look at the stage, Kate. Look at Othello. Her gaze meets mine. He's going to turn. Professor Gearing addresses the crowd. His benign smile is less sure now, and the people in the audience are beginning to speak amongst themselves, concern rising like the tide. Please calm yourselves. Othello is quite unaffected, but even if something should go wrong, research has shown that a living person bitten by a shambler will take, at minimum, a half hour to turn. If we all check our pocket watches, I'm afraid that estimate is incorrect, Professor. Miss Duncan stands, her voice rising out loud and clear over the rest of the crowd. It's the same voice that has led us in countless drills, and everyone stops talking. 
I know it's likely been a while since you city folks have witnessed a turning, but those that have been bitten can and do change immediately. The 30-minute rule is outdated and has been summarily disproven by Mr. Pasteur over in France. I recommend we evacuate now before we have a catastrophe on our hands. The professor opens his mouth, but before he can speak, a low growl comes from the rear of the stage. Othello stands behind the good professor. His eyes are yellow, saliva drips from his mouth, and his lips are turned up in a feral snarl. He leaps. Jane doesn't know it, but her actions in that auditorium will have far-reaching consequences for her life. Dread Nation by Justina Ireland. <laughs> 